0: Tape podcast. This is your host, Mister Strongboy,
1: and I'm Jay Probs.
0: And today we're back with another episode. After uh, an interesting week, really, we saw the conclusion <laughs> of the Super Bowl, um, along with a bunch of other things, including the NBA trade deadline, trade deadline. But we'll we'll start with the Super Bowl. I think that's probably the most important <laughs> event of the weekend. Um, I mean, what are your initial thoughts here, Probs?
1: I mean, L.A. Rams. This, if they came into the season and if they didn't win the Super Bowl, it would be a failure. Um, that's the type of team they had constructed. Um, and for the Cincinnati Bengals, I think making it to the Super Bowl was an achievement. Um, and I mean, they even though they didn't win the Super Bowl, I feel like um, I feel like they can still look at this season and be. Proud and um, also look forward to the future because there's going to be a lot more Super Bowl visits for this team.
0: Yeah, I mean, my, my one thing here reflecting on this Super Bowl is one, the amount of times the Bengals could have closed out this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make the argument for both sides, but the amount of times that that defense actually got to stop which I mean, I don't know what you would would you agree that that defense is not uh, anywhere near the level of the Rams. Like it's it's not a great defense they have.
1: I mean, I think the the biggest thing for for the for the Bengals um, is that the they have they they can make stops when it counts. I feel like. Um, you have a, a pass rush that I think is underratedly good um, and a secondary that can complement them. Um, like Ougier and, and Jesse Bates are both pretty good secondary defenders. And I think they can um, cover up um, when, you know, maybe a deep ball does come. Um, and I think, I think that gives the Bengals um, a defense that it's, it's not going to be top tier like the Rams, but I think, it is, is good enough to make stops.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. I, I, I can agree with that. My point being was that the Rams' defense is was not on that, the same level as Los Angeles. And, and yeah. that offense is, is good enough to give them... I mean, th- that offense is a lot to blame for why the Rams' defense had to play so well. Like, mm-hmm. the Rams' offense should have put it away, but... At the end of the day, with the stops the Bengals were getting, I was just disappointed in Burrow and the Bengals to not finish the job because I think they had too many opportunities to push that game into a two-possession game, which just... Uh...
1: Yeah, I think especially with Odell out, I think the the defense was stepping up, and that gave the, the Bengals' offense and Burrow a chance to kind of... Um, to put it away like you said and they couldn't do that whether it was because they it just didn't seem like they could move the ball in that kind of mid third quarter to fourth quarter um it just looked like they couldn't run the ball and they couldn't throw the ball because Joe Burrow kept getting pressured and I think that was one of the biggest things the Rams started doing um they started getting pressure and that that really really affected the Bengals offensively
0: yeah I mean credit to uh, both teams defensive linemen Mm -hmm. uh, for stopping that run for so long because I mean the Rams couldn't get anything going on the ground their whole that whole drive that they got down the field was like basically all throws most notably to Cooper Cup which yeah I mean we can dive into that as well kind of like a segue here but like I still think, at the end of the day, looking back at this Super Bowl, my opinion is that the Rams' defensive line—not even their full defense—I think that defensive front seven. So mm-hmm. I'll add three more players. Those guys won the game for me. Yeah. Without them, i, I don't think I don't see this team being in it. That the amount of times they had to get a stop on on a really good offense, might I add. I think that's going to be the key to the game.
1: Yeah, but and that
0: that's my personal MVP.
1: I mean, I I totally agree with you, but I I feel like that was the strength of this this Rams team. Um, coming into this game, like you have Von Miller, Leonard, Floyd, and Aaron Donald, um, and that that is crazy having those four four caliber type players um on one line. Um, but that's what they needed and. Um, in order to, I feel like that is what they rely on because that is their best position group. That, um, those that defensive line. So, like we saw it in the San Francisco game, who closed out the game, Aaron Donald, that defensive line. So, this this team has been relying on the defensive line to get pressure, to make stops, to end games, and. Yeah, it's in good reason because they did it again
0: yeah i mean yeah i agree with what you said um i will say that like i don't think it should be like that mm-hmm. that's my only like take on that like you you shouldn't be real if you're in the super bowl you shouldn't be relying on the your front seven to, to make stuff after stuff. I mean, I, I think the responsibility that this game was so close, uh, it rests on the fact that this Rams offense was not as good as uh, people brought them into the game to be. Like the Bengals offense, we knew was good, right? Mm-hmm. We, we saw them with a high offensive production. We thought the Rams offense was going to be able to match that. That's where I – I mean, I said it earlier already. That's where I was disappointed. I was disappointed that both offenses couldn't figure out a way to close out the game because at the end of the day, as much as they're going to say it's about defense, if anything, this playoff has proved that the defense is really – they matter, but it's really going to be about uh, game management and and really what happens late in the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. I think when we go back to this LA Rams team, because I mean, sure they they had a decent first quarter, right? It, it was anything to write home about. But I think one of the biggest things that kind of caused this like kind of offensive stagnation was first of all they were getting both teams were getting more pressure in the second half. I feel like, um, but then also Odell was. I, I I am pinpointing that as the biggest change for the Rams. Um, and the biggest reason why because now like if you the stats show this like Odell had the second highest yards and he was only in for less than a half and I, I yeah. feel like that I think
0: the connection was very valuable I, I agree with that
1: mm-hmm. yeah I think just having him that that second receiver takes pressure off Cooper Cup Matthew Stafford um and I feel like it allows the entire offense to like the ability to kind of breathe and um and and kind of play more open.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I can agree with that because, I mean, I think that OBJ that loss really would hurt the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I think also another takeaway to look at, and I'll, I'll let you throw in your thoughts before we, I think we need to talk about some like futuristic ideas, like what's next, but. Yeah. Before we get into that, um, here's a takeaway. But So, offensive line.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, both teams here, I mean, I thought the Rams' one, offensive line was pretty good, and there's probably, like, some strong points, but they also looked pretty weak. Um, I just want to note that, like, the teams that have advanced through these playoffs, I mean – the offensive line have just not looked so good. And maybe it's the defensive line that has been stepping up throughout the playoffs. But, I mean, it's been a, a trend throughout this playoffs, and it's been a great playoffs, so I'm not complaining. But yeah. a takeaway might be maybe the offensive line isn't as important as we once thought it was. I mean, we've had a playoffs where the trend has been not, you know, like not I, as significant.
1: I think I think this, this- – playoffs this Super Bowl kind of can support that but I want you to remember that like Ch- Kansas City um Tampa Bay playoff last year I mean yeah, I mean Mahomes,
0: completely different
1: yeah I think mm-hmm. and I think I think that's why it's imperative to have an offensive line that can at least give your quarterback like two three seconds to to throw the ball and I think that was the big difference between LA's O-line and Cincinnati because Cincinnati could not do that. And LA, you could call it mediocre. I mean, I would call it mediocre, but they were good enough to give Matthew Stafford time in the pocket to deliver the ball. And Joe Burrow didn't have that, and I think that kind of cost them the game. So um, on on your point, I want to say – offensive line i think is still important but it's not important to have a top offensive line like um if you're looking at dallas the their top offensive line in air quotes um didn't help them at all and i think that's that's kind of the difference between like i feel like having one of the best offensive lines is not as important anymore
0: yeah, th- that's what I was trying to make the point as. I mean, like it- it's like it's to a point where like maybe that's the trend, like maybe next year it'll matter um a little bit less, but before we move on I do want to say something about Joe Burrow.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, you had you got sacked x amount of times and yes, you you didn't have time that much. But you ha- what I do want to say is there was pl- while the-, the Bengals fans are going to complain and complain about the late calls there was plenty of chances to win that game before the fourth and uh that fourth down play where he got set or basically or you know got wrapped up before he threw it away there was options and uh before then and and i don't i don't think that offensive line well i think there is a lot of blame there but i i do want to just point out that there was like that you know an opportunity late in the game like it's not going to at the end of the day, it's not gonna be defined by one play.
1: And I mean, Cincinnati got shut out in the fourth quarter. Um I mean, it it looked like they were dominating through that entire third quarter. They had they had a one one possession or one score lead, but I mean, LA had only scored three points. Odell was injured. I mean, it looked like it was Cincinnati's Super Bowl to lose and in the fourth quarter yeah. they pretty much did that. Um you this entire dynamic shift, neither team could get the ball going, and then you just feed up.
0: Yeah, it, it almost felt like they kind of like took the, their foot off the gas a little
1: bit, which I mean, it did exactly.
0: Yeah, and and at the end of the day, as, as a Bengal fan, or or I'm not a Bengal fan, but like in the shoes of a Bengals fan, this one's mm. gonna hurt for a long time. I th- I mean, I think it leads the perfect segue into like what's next. I don't know if I can see this team making another run so easily, like not saying their run was, e- yeah, Cincinnati, not saying their run was easy, but I, I I do want to point out one, the AFC North is going to be very hard to win again. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are the only team I think you're really, you're free from. Right. Um, other than that, the rest of the AFC is getting a lot better. I mean, it's a very crowded AFC. That that's my note on this, what's next for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for me, I, I think it's entirely within the realm of possibility that Cincinnati and um Buffalo and Kansas City could be the next like big three or whatever of the AFC. Um, but I feel like that all depends on Cincinnati's off season moves this season, next season. Um, who they return, who they bring in, because if they don't upgrade, I feel like they're going to be behind. Um, they're going to need to make upgrades to the defense, um, O-line, just addressing the draft and stuff. But I feel like that's things that they are going to do. So I think I think they have a chance. I think the biggest thing that we're looking at is a healthy Baltimore team. I think playing them twice a year um, could, could really hurt Cincy's chances because if you can't win the AFC North, you're kind of – at a disadvantage um but i think um either Cincy or baltimore whoever wins that um is going to be put in an advantageous spot to make it to the super bowl um yeah but i think that's going to be where the biggest fat battle is fought throughout like the, pretty much the entire regular season
0: yeah a- AFC north is is definitely i think going to join like whoever makes it i i really think the only the only division i'm not really giving a real look at right now is the east and that's just cuz they're young like mm-hmm. you know, i mean give it time and whatever offseason moves happen i, I really think it, the issue for cincinnati is is replicating the success and i'm not saying that they're not a team that can do it i have i have like put my pick against these guys Throughout the season and they have proved me wrong plenty of times. So I, I, I think that team is capable of making the run. I just think it's gonna be a lot harder. I mean, like you said, Baltimore is just one of those teams. The Chargers are I would assume we'll see next year. The Titans yeah. are still decent. Um
1: Indianapolis, I mean, you never know Indianapolis, what. Indianapolis.
0: Yeah, they they had a horrible end to the year. I mean, they lost to the Jaguars to miss the mm-hmm. playoffs. So I mean yeah. really it's just it's a real case of like anything can happen
1: yeah um, you, you never know which which of these Denver teams or teams like that could land a Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers
0: exactly yeah so I mean for Cincinnati that that's just it's just a little bit unfortunate but let's move on to the more positive side the Rams are now celebrating their victory I mean I think the biggest like downcast you can see on this is is Aaron Donald maybe leaving and I know there's like a mm-hmm. report going around that he in the parade he was saying let's run it back but like you're also yeah. a little bit high on emotions like I mean if he was saying this before the game even started I, I I don't see Aaron Donald probably returning this year most likely.
1: Yeah, I mean all the reports point to him not returning but I mean, just going through my head, like how, how, what makes like that decision? And it's, I'm not in, I've never been in that position before, but it kind of just shocks me because this guy, he's, he's still, he's 30 years old. That's yeah, he's much, young. He's yeah, a young that's player. right, right in your prime. um, And yeah, it, it just, it kind of, it's kind of mind boggling, but, that, like, if we're looking at the future of the Rams, you're. I don't know. It's kind of puts you in question because if Aaron Donald retires, if Andrew Whitworth is most likely going to retire, um. What le- what is left on this team? I mean, Jalen Ramsey, Cooper Cub.
0: Yeah, I think two of the biggest veteran presences. That's for sure, and mm-hmm. Ad and I, Whitworth, um, and
1: and arguably your best player on the team.
0: No, yeah, I th- I think it is the best player on the team. I mean, Cooper Cup had a great year. Aaron Donald has been having great years for like three years now. Exactly. What's surprising to me is when you're like the number one. I mean, he is right—the number one defensive lineman. Yeah. In the NFL, one. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you end there. Like you, you end on top. Like I mean, I guess you can make it. You can say Tom Brady's the goat. I mean. I think you would agree to say that Tom Brady was not the best quarterback in the NFL this year.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: He ended while he was kind of on the decline. Sure, he's still one of the greatest, and he had a great year, so he's probably a top ten. But he didn't end the year as number one. I mean, that's like saying Tom Brady retire like a few years ago.
1: And I feel like, like that's like the kind of you you hear this like from football play any sports athlete kind of just like this drive to win another championship like you are from mj kobe all of these guys and i don't know it, it just feels like aaron donald like at the top of his game like you you would if this report hadn't come out everyone would have assumed oh yeah he's coming back for another season
0: exactly i think i think another thing to notice is maybe Maybe AD thinks a little bit of what, like, I think most people are in the back of your head is, is kind of thinking, like, maybe they had a really great look at it this year. Mm-hmm. Like, they had a real opportunity. Like, if they lost, it would have been one that they would have looked back on and said, wow, we really had a shot to play such a young team. Yeah. And they're probably not going to get that type of shot again. I mean, they played the 49ers in round three. And sure, you can give your yeah. argument for the 49ers, but... That was I mean, probably the best the case scenario. Yeah, they dodged the Packers. They they dodged the Cardinals. Um, I mean, not the Cardinals. Uh, the the Cowboys. I mean, they, they dodged a lot of the strong teams. They, they they had a favorable route. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they had some good wins. Uh, I mean, Tampa Bay, yeah, that's... And, and against Arizona, but like their what I'm bottom line their playoff push could have been a lot tougher
1: i'm I'm just saying they didn't play the f- the perceived number one teams in the divisions that's like yeah. they didn't play green bay they didn't play buffalo or kansas city
0: yeah they they got to play a team that arguably does not it's still young i mean there's there's no yeah, I, yeah. I don't even know what I, where i was going with that it, it's still a young team that probably will reach there a few more times by the end, hopefully Mm -hmm. for the Bengals, but they had such a real line opportunity that I think maybe in the back of Aaron Donald's head is saying next year, I'm going to have to go through the gauntlet again. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to just make it here because everybody's needing a little bit better. And yeah, it's at, it's at that point where in the NFL right now, it's, it's, it's literally every given Sunday you can lose to a team. I mean, we saw it at the end of the year when the Jags beat the Colts that, that stuff just it, it, it kind of drives yeah. me crazy that that's what he's basing it off of but then again or he's not you, the goat you, in my opinion
1: you so. could look at it from from the opinion that um like like you said every team is getting a little bit better but are, are the rams going to be getting a little bit better because I don't think you're so. over, you're over the salary cap you're losing <laughs> your best left tackle um, you have no draft picks pretty much um, and like I said, you're over the cap, so you can't sign anyone. Um, so you're pretty much hamstrung with the team. You got I mean, you might get Odell back on a on a on a pretty favorable deal since he's injured, um, and then Robert Woods as well. But I don't know. That's kind of very limited um, upgrades. So I really wonder
0: if they sign him back. To be honest, Odell. Yeah, well, I mean I understand that was a great connection but like I feel like one of them has to go and, and I don't think Robert Woods is on contract this year. I, I don't yeah, think Yeah, but I think Odell's made a name for himself though. that Like he could go to another t- team and be yeah, safe. Like
1: he's you think well like Odell. what what money is he going to demand cuz like sure he had a great year. He wants to No, roll. no,
0: I I agree. I I don't think he's in a position to demand any money. I I'd saying I I just think there'll be offers, you know. Yeah
1: from other teams yeah most definitely
0: exactly yeah. yeah yeah that that i mean that really brings us into what i mean the end of the super bowl the end of the NFL 2021 2022 yep. season what a season it, it has been for the mm-hmm. NFL i mean we've covered it throughout the year but what a year it's been for for national football really the end of football for this this year this little quarter that mm-hmm. brings us now into basketball season though so we're going to open it up right here the 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 uh 76ers acquired James Harden right The yeah. ben simmons is finally quote unquote free um even though i don't agree with how that went down um yeah like how he was treating the organization but it doesn't matter now hard into the net uh sorry to the 76ers i mean what are your initial thoughts here just just straight up yeah
1: yeah well initial thoughts are both teams are getting rid of players that don't want to be there and upgrading to players that do want to be there um so i i think kind of win-win for both teams um but I think Brooklyn kind of gets something that fits their needs. Um, you get a defensive facilitator in Simmons, as well as shooting in Curry, um, which I think he's going to have a major impact on Brooklyn, Seth Curry. Yeah, I was about um,
0: to say, I don't know if Ben Simmons is really bringing shooting, but I, I see what you did.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, and then um, Philadelphia, you – you get this all-world scoring talent next to Embiid who I'm not sure how he's going to fit there, but I feel like he wants to make it fit because he does not want to move it anywhere else.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at the issue, right? Mm-hmm. The the issues that they had in Brooklyn, and it's because James Harden want to play this like ISO-type offense, which I'm not really sure... I mean, honestly, when I was reading that, I was thinking, man, why did you even leave Houston? Because you could yeah. literally do whatever you want right now if you were still there. You can, you can, can, He can play that ball all he wants, and nobody's going to complain about it as long as you're reaching the playing game, which, I mean, with the, the roster they have right now and James Harden, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, sure, you can make the argument that they wouldn't have that roster, but still. Hypothetically, um, but
1: they they would have built a capable roster around. 12. Yeah,
0: ex- I I agree. I, I agree. I, I I'm 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 just saying, like, from a purely analytical standpoint, I don't think they would have Jalen Green right now.
1: No, right? no, yeah, 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 but they they definitely would have implemented some kind of. Like, yeah, they'd probably, they'd...
0: I I still think that he they would have been like a a a decent team right now. With, yeah, it had Harden stayed around. Um, what I will say is. Harden has a big ego. and mm-hmm. Embiid has a big ego. Why does anybody think this is gonna be so easy for it to work? I, I don't I mean, he's already saying that they're going for a championship. I really don't know how how that's gonna work. Yeah. Um especially when Embiid's main thing is like if you can play him off the ball, like screen and roll screen and roll like because yep. james can shoot i mean if they go under they're in trouble if they go over they're in trouble i mean if james can adjust his mentality i want to say i think mm-hmm. this is a, a dangerous team but i mean i don't know i don't know him that well as a player either i mean i st- we've watched him for a while but like i didn't even i thought he would be able to adapt more easier bottom line because i i didn't i didn't see any of that happening and uh brooklyn i knew things were unhappy but like i didn't know that was the specific reason does that make sense yeah yeah
1: Yeah, i think i think when you look at it it's players like at least from philly's perspective you're gonna have to make them fit because um there's no real second option now um but i think if if they really want to i feel like they can they can create something because like you saw last year, or yeah, last year, Harden kind of played that point guard role, and now he's gonna yeah. kind of fit back into that shooting guard, um, more scoring role, um, and um, I think it's gonna fit him. I think Philly is gonna fit him. Um, I think
0: more is also gonna
1: try to make yep. it work. Yep. Yeah, that that's yeah, I kind of forgot about that, but yes, that's very important. Daryl Morey, that kind of Houston connection, I feel like or just connection overall is definitely very important.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say you're really off base with the quote unquote Houston connection cuz I mean, I've seen the memes about Morey hugging Harden off the plane. Yeah. I mean, there is plenty plenty of good vibes there. I mean, let's move on to the other side. I I still think you, the Nets team now more than ever, and I've been saying this for a while. So if you listen to the podcast, you've heard me say this before. Mm -hmm. That Nets team still looks like a gloomy cloud, like a cloud of players that are just unhappy. I mean, you have Kyrie, Mr. And I mean, he he does whatever he wants. You have KD, Mm -hmm. which I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, KD.
1: And he's Ben too.
0: Simmons, man. Ben Simmons, the guy that literally would not play for his team. The only shining star you have left is Seth Curry. I mean, I, I it's like a one dude smiling, and the rest of the guys are just upside down frowns. I mean, yeah. Look, uh, from a from a basketball standpoint, though,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have a shooter now. Uh, you have Katie, who's also really a good shooter. Kyrie's a good shooter. I mean, if they can get those three on the floor, bottom line, if they can get those three to work with each other, I don't see why this isn't a top-two team in the East. The other thing is Ben Simmons. I really, if if Ben Simmons is in the game, that means KD would have to play the four. Yeah. Where would Ben Simmons play? He's He's been trained to be a quote-unquote guard I mean, wouldn't he be better suited as the three? I mean, who's going to play the three or they're I mean, just going to play small ball?
1: I, f- I feel like you can play um, <clears throat> kind of like Ben Simmons ringing up the ball. You got Seth Curry, um, Kyrie on the wings, kind of. And you have Katie and, and Claxton or um, Jordan. Um, and I, I think I think that can be your closing lineup because you have enough shooting around Simmons. Um, to make it work, um, I
0: think the only way Simmons works is if he gets the dang rebound. Like, he, you pass it, you go in for the He has to, right? I mean, yeah. to me, that's going to be the most frustrating thing as a Nets fan. Is you're, I mean, if Simmons, unless Simmons really worked on his rebounding, you're going to basically be losing a rebounder. And I, God knows if Katie's in a rebound. It's going to be a 1v3 in the middle, and and your shots are going to either have to be falling or you're going to lose the game. I mean, I I don't... I really... uh, I really think they lost this one, to be honest. Really?
1: Really? I... Look, I I can see where you're coming from, that that Simmons has to bring more than expected, or more than we saw from him.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, But like I, I just want to say like before um before that whole playoff drama all that, that entire wacky season with them he he was good like he was an all defensive player people were thinking oh him and, and Peter are gonna be a future the process is working um so I think yeah I, I think he it's there he can find it um I don't know if he will, but um it, it is possible that he he could become a good defender good rebounder
0: yeah i i think it's possible i think there's Mm -hmm. potential there i think there's too much going on and the real issue is kyrie won't get vaccinated so now that he won't get vaccinated you're getting half the games you would normally get before the playoffs and yeah. believe it or not but this nets team needs to make a move this year they've literally had a standstill i think they need to make a move this year or, or next year is looking pretty foggy that's that's my opinion though
1: mm-hmm. yeah and like i i saw this graphic there's like two or three games that um that um he that he um will be able to that play. Kyrie's, yeah that Kyrie's gonna play until the playoffs so like that yeah. with that timetable you're not getting in a full team with full chemistry at all
0: yeah and and that was the issue going into last year's playoffs and and I feel like as an if you're a nets fan you're saying wow this picture is looking awfully familiar cuz last year sure the team looked really good until <laughs> they didn't look really good in the closing closing yeah. hours of their – i mean they just look like, hey, you get two more practices in with a fully healthy roster, and, and you don't lose those games, right? Yep. So, I mean, looking at it from that perspective, I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be easier for Harden and Embiid to adapt there. But also, you're also trying to mesh four players. Well, over there in Philly, they're only trying to mesh two. They, they already yeah. have a good system. Now they're going to make say, Harden, you need to do this, you need to do that. I don't know what. Yeah, I Steve think Nash. Steve Nash has a lot of work. That that's yeah, my personal. opinion. I, yeah,
1: I think that's the biggest thing in Philly. There's a system. You have, you have guys like like Maxi, and you have guys like um, Tobias Harris that, uh, that can, kind of fit around Harden, and in Brooklyn it's kind of like an ISO free for all. Um, I'm I'm not saying there isn't any system, but a lot more loose and free.
0: Yeah, cause it, it better be, cause that's exactly why you traded James Harden. And mm-hmm. number two, you don't have any reboundings, so yeah. rebounders. So if you if it's not an ISO free, get the openest shot you can, then it's a loss. It's a blowout. Yeah, I really want to see what this team does against like one of the, that first round team that they're gonna get. I mean, I, I don't know exactly what the standings look like i mean i'll take a look but like like for example you look at atlanta right they're they're Mm -hmm. not doing so hot this year say they get pick up the the seed that plays them
1: or let's say they play in the Plains. let's just say they play in the Plains.
0: yeah yeah because they're in the play-in right so Mm -hmm. yeah they'll probably they'll probably get a shot at them they have good rebound i mean assuming they can all get healthy right because the Hawks haven't been this year. But assuming the Hawks get healthy and they play well, you have John Collins and Clint Capella on in the inside, a team that already gave uh, – they played uh, the Nets, right? Yeah. Or no, though no, they had the Bucks, though, right? The last game – I think the last series was against the Bucs. Oh, They're yeah, Bucks yeah, the Bucs. Yeah. In the finals, right, in the conference finals, they, they were rebounding well. That's the reason they got there. They out well, rebounded well, they Philly them. and they outplayed them on on like in general, but like
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean hear me out with this one. You give a team with a good rebounding core, like like I would say Atlanta has a decent one and you play them versus the Nets, who really it's about getting hot. What if you're not hot and that's a one game elimination, right? Yeah. Not like actually, but like one game and you're down into the losers bracket. Or if they're ten and nine, then it's literally an elimination game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: that that's my issue that that was my point that I was trying to make yeah yeah
1: I think for sure there's the 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 Nets don't have a big body um other than KD that they can really match up against the likes of Giannis Embiid um Jared Allen um yep, Evan Mobley, or guys like of that stature. and I think that is their kryptonite because yeah if they can't do that, they're kind of hamstrung because you have this big guy in the middle, right? Let's just say Jared Allen, big um, paint stuffing, big who doesn't let most dunks or layups in. um, And you're playing Ben Simmons and a big, that means, that means you have two non-shooters on the floor. And that means, the other three players are gonna have a struggle finding offense.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so up and down. It's so hard to figure out, like who's in the step up, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's early right now, so we can we can just put on our our so called media lenses and, and say yeah. whatever, but. Really, it's going to be down to what those guys do when nobody else is watching. Like, inside those practices where the media is not allowed, inside those team events. I mean, I I believe in Philly because I believe in Daryl Morey and James Harden and Joel Embiid. I believe in their – I believe in their, like, culture, ability, you know? Like, their – Drive to actually do it. What I don't know is whether that's gonna happen, and I I don't know if if that's gonna happen. in I mean, I'm not gonna point any fingers there, but there's a lot the, of players that have their own.
1: Here's one of the biggest distinctions I I see personally in the two teams. I I see a Philadelphia team, James Harden, um, Joel Embiid, no rings among them. KD, Kyrie, already want a ring. They've already made it to the top. They've already want a ring. So maybe that plays into the the kind of dedication of this team because, I don't know, I feel like if Ben Simmons doesn't have a, a teammate driving him, like if KD is slacking off, is Kyrie's slacking off, he's, you're not going to get the best out of him.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, Ben Simmons... That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I understand they have the ring. Mm -hmm. But, like, I really don't know if those guys can actually put it together. I mean, they better. They wanted to play with each other. They wanted to win a chip together. They better get their crap together. Um, That's really the bottom line here. Um, And that really wraps up today's episode. Kind of a little ending. But thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you... Subscribe to this podcast and check out our website at rewindthattape.com and hit us up on a follow on any of the social medias that you're probably on. We are everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, Bleacher Report, Uh, wherever you can find us. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next one.